Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker. Today, we are having our Enneagram Q&A, and I've got some changes that I'm really excited about announcing. Probably one of the most popular questions that I hear every time I speak is if your Enneagram type changes, or are you the same Enneagram type? Some kind of variation on that. I think the official question I put in the uh, description of this post is, does your Enneagram type change? change as you mature. I'm also going to talk about kids. If you work with kids, what is the most ethical way to use the Enneagram when you're working with kids? And then I get this question a lot, like you and Terry seem to be so compatible. How do you work so well together, Jen? And so I'm excited about addressing that, maybe spilling a little tea possibly. (laughs) But first I want to talk about a few announcements, including the changes that I've got in the works for season four on the podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective in what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business, so let's get down to business. You know what? As fellow business owners you know that we kind of have to monitor what we put our energy into, or we can really easily burn out trying to do all the things. And as much as I hate to admit it, I have neglected this Facebook group in the last year, but now I've hired a team. My brain has kind of been freed up to think about the things that 
I was not even consciously aware that I was putting on the back burner. Every once in a while, I would come in to the group and announce something or, you know, whatnot, but I'm really not present. And that is not fair. It's not how I want to run my business. And it's also not fair to you guys being a part of this community. First, let me give a little bit of history. So this group is made up of kind of a mixed bag. I've got Enneagram fans that don't necessarily have a business from way back in 2020 when I first started the group. So if you're an OG member back in 2020, you're probably an Enneagram fan and you may or may not have a business. And then starting in 2021, I was targeting more business owners. So you might be a business owner that is curious about the Enneagram. And back in 2020, I had no idea. I can even say 2021. I had no idea what I was doing in this group. I'd never created a Facebook group before. Before 2020, I was fasting social media. So it's fair to say I was pretty clueless on what I was doing in a Facebook group. But I have always been a business coach. I've always been like for the last 20 years, I think, not quite 20 years, but I have always used personality to help my clients, mainly to have that work-life balance, balancing your work life and your personal life. And then in 2019, I decided to switch my tool to the Enneagram and became officially certified. I was studying it before then, but 2019 is when I officially got certified. I also got my life coaching certification at the same time. So I was going in a new direction, not necessarily on purpose, maybe type sevenness of just being excited about doing something new. And I found myself feeling more and more unaligned. Less people were associating business coaching with me, but they were associating Enneagram coaching with me. Nothing wrong with that, but I was starting to lose my mojo and who I was. I could tell that something was missing. And so season three of the Unbox Your Personality podcast was really dedicated to kind of telling the story, this journey of my self-discovery and self-alignment in my business, and really going back to my roots, going back to what is truly my zone of genius. And that is how we use personality psychology in business and for the entrepreneurial life. I called myself a life in business coach. So if you go to the podcast, season three starts that story, that journey of how I got realigned in my business. And then I finished season three with a series on tips of working with your client based on their Enneagram type. And hopefully this recording, if it records, I kind of see that it's it might be a little choppy. So it may not be a great recording. I may have to re-record this for the podcast. But I was kind of hoping that I could double dip and this could be the finale for season three. But if nothing else, go back, check out season three starting, I think it's episode 12. I think it's a really interesting take on how you can use the Enneagram in your business and in your marketing. So what does it have to do with the changes in, in this group? Well, I have made attempts in the past months. Maybe you've noticed, maybe you haven't because those sneaky algorithms might not have put it in your feed. But in the past few months, I've been trying to do more live streams. But if I'm honest, I wasn't being very intentional. So this quarter, I'm going to be more intentional. I'm going to be more consistent. I've already got things scheduled out for the next couple of six or seven weeks. And in very aligned leverage fashion, <laughs> this is going to be a part of season four on the park on the podcast, and it's going to be the story of my attempt at reviving a dormant Facebook group. 
And in very entrepreneurial fashion, I'm testing this. This is something I'm testing. And I'm not going to lie. It makes me a little nervous to kind of say, hey, this is what I'm going to attempt to do because I could, I could fail <laughs> and it'll be like all out on the interwebs and documented on my podcast for all to know. But that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to see if it works. And if it doesn't, I'm going to reassess at the end of the quarter to kind of see if I need to change my strategy, or even if it's, you know, managing this community is still aligned with my overall vision. Right now, I feel like it is, or I wouldn't be putting energy into it, but we'll see. Something that I call the power path, that is your customer's experience, the path that you're taking them down once they enter in your world. And so if this community is still aligned with my overall vision of my followers' experiences, whether you end up becoming a client or not, that is my goal. That is one of my metrics that I'm going to be looking at. So if you want to follow along, either to encourage my efforts or even if you just secretly want to watch to see if I'm going to flop, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share this group with any business friends that you might have who might be struggling with their social media engagement. And maybe they can learn something as I'm learning it on this journey. But regardless of the outcome, at the end of the quarter, I know that I'm practicing what I preach. This is what I would tell my clients. You know, be transparent. Test the waters. If you have an idea, try to validate it because it's in the act of validating. In that action, is that's where you're going to get more clarity. And when we become intentional and show up, you actually get to see what's possible. And it may not necessarily be what you were originally set out to do, but more clarity comes with the action, how you can tweak, how you can adapt it and tie it into the vision of your business and your personality style as we continue on that self-discovery journey as well. Are you feeling a bit disappointed that you haven't finished that project yet? Are the kids' schedules impacting your business? Or are the demands of your business affecting your relationships at home? Maybe you need a magic formula for that work-life balance before your fire gets so dim or it completely burns out. I've been there. There was a point in my life where I was juggling two businesses and homeschooling and had personal health issues. There was barely time to even connect with myself, much less connect with my husband. When I was finally officially diagnosed with ADHD, I felt like that explained everything. I had a new perspective and started approaching things in a new way. So I created a guide containing 20 tips that I personally use, and they have worked for me for helping me stay on course with my goals. Now you might not have ADHD, but I bet you can relate to having a million distractions during the day. So if you're ready to stop procrastinating or stop being hard on yourself for missing yet another deadline, self-imposed or not, go ahead and download the guide at powercoachgen.com. If you just find one tip from the list that helps you move forward today, you will be so glad you took the time to read it. Go to powercoachgen.com and download the guide right now.
So before I start answering questions, let me take a moment to plug the membership because enrollment is only open for one more day. Now, what is the UBU membership? Okay, let me make the distinction. So this group, Unbox Your Personality Facebook group, this is for all business owners. If you consider yourself a Enneagram nerd or even a psychology geek and you want to understand yourself better and you want to understand your clients better through personality psychology, then that's what this group is for. You may or may not follow my podcast because that may not be your learning style and that is okay. So this is just another branch of the podcast for those of you who may not be podcast consumers. Now, the UBU membership, that is exclusively for ladies. Sorry, gentlemen, (laughs) but it is for ladies who are feeling stuck in their business. They want to see more revenue, but maybe they're overwhelmed with all the things that may be personal, maybe business. We like to try to keep those separate, but there really aren't two separate things. They're an entanglement. And That could be a messy entanglement, or it could be something really beautiful. It could be a beautiful mess. Or she might be wildly successful, but still feel like something is missing. And maybe you find yourself unmotivated. Maybe you find yourself procrastinating on things or just kind of going in circles. Like you have all the pieces of the puzzle, but you need help putting the puzzle together. So that is what the UBU membership is. There is a focus on both personal and business growth. If you're subscribed to my emails, you saw that I offered a bonus and I may be spoiling things, but I got a really juicy bonus for you tomorrow on the last day. But even if you join today, you'll still get that bonus. All right. I'm not going to spoil it, but that gives you time to get on the email list because it only goes out to email subscribers. I'm not going to promote that publicly. Just go to powercoachgen.com and click the join the business network button. That's how you get on the email list. And you know what? This, it may not be a good fit for you. I I realize it's the second to the last day of the launch and next year might be better. And that's fine too. Now, if you're a dude and maybe you're jealous that I don't have anything for you, I do. You may not be able to join the membership, but there is an app in development. The free version is already out. So I'm just going to encourage you to go check out the app. You can also go to powercoachgen.com there and learn how you can download the app. All right. So starting next week, I have scheduled interviews with some business owners. Most of them are members of this group. And if you're interested, let me know. I would love to have a chat to see if it would be a good fit, but I'm having some business owners talk about their expertise to share with you. And I'm going to be going live each week here in the group. It kind of reminds me of back in the gin and the Enneagram days, Um, hoping to get back into that mode of being in connection with you every week. But each interview is also going to be on season four of the podcast, but there's also going to be those solo episodes of me talking about my progress of this project that I'm doing of reviving a dormant Facebook group and boosting engagement, really understanding the algorithms or as my social media coach, Jerry Potter says, romancing the algorithms. So that's my idea. I would love your input. Maybe you have a better idea. I'm not sure. Just let me know below or DM me your thoughts, or you could just give me some encouragement because, you know, if I am halfway through this project and going, what, what was I thinking when I started this? I might need to come back to this post, read the comments, and just get a little bit encouragement and not be like, oh, this is a terrible idea. It's not working. Nobody is engaging. <laughs> but 
I, I was telling someone yesterday, I think the key is to be unattached to results. Everything in business is a test, the test to see if it works, but it's also a test to see if it's aligned to you because we don't always know until we are in the thick of it, until we're in the middle of it, right? Okay, so let's go ahead and get to the Enneagram questions. Like I said, one of the most asked question that I get is, does your Enneagram type change? And specifically earlier this month, someone had asked me if it changes as you mature. And I love that. I love that spin. It's kind of like a positive spin on the question. It assumes that we are going in the right direction of our integration. Okay, so the short answer is no. Your Enneagram type doesn't change, but your behaviors change as you mature. Now, what does that mean? As you mature, you get more experiences. You learn how to cope better. You learn how to adapt. And adaptability is one of the best skills that you can develop as a business owner and really as a person, just learning how to adapt to your surroundings. But your Enneagram type is based off of your motivations, not your behaviors. And if you really think about it, your core motivation, core motivations, those don't really vary that much as you mature. You just make healthier choices. You make more mature choices that satisfy those core desires or that protect you from those core fears. That's what maturity is, is making healthier choices, healthier decisions during those moments of stress. I hope that makes sense. All right, that was a really good question. If you have any more questions about that, just ask them in the comments. Now, the second question was working with kids. Now, maybe you run a youth program or you're a career coach for high schoolers or in particular, the person who asked this question, she's a parent. She has three kiddos and they have three very different personalities and needs. And I can empathize with that. But when it comes to kids, like you've heard, you should never let anyone type you, right? That is your choice. That is your decision. Now, other people can make suggestions. Like if you're working with a coach, even if you're working with me, I can make suggestions. I can help you with the process of elimination of discovering your type, but ultimately it's your choice of which type you settle on, which type you put the cape on as you're peeling off layers of your self-discovery. And the reason why someone can't just say, hey, I think you're a type six, for example, and here are the reasons why, we can have cognitive biases around that and it can halt the self-discovery process because we've put our trust in someone else to make that decision for us. But the fact of the matter is you are the only one that can truly answer the question, why did I behave that way? And that's what motivations are. Motivations are the why. The behaviors are the how, how you behaved. And motivations are why you behave that way. And sometimes the choice that the type that you settle on is wrong and we mistype ourselves and that's okay. It's a part of the process, but that is with our adult brain. So can you imagine asking that of a child to figure out, Hey, why did you behave that way? If you ask a first grader an adult question, like, why did you behave that way? You're going to get a first grade answer. 
I'm thinking about my kids. Why'd you hit your brother? Because he hit me first. This is actually a funny story. My kids are 17 and 19 now, but when they were little, on my bathroom wall, there was a Sharpie that, so my kids' names are Ryan and Eric. So the younger, Ryan, had taken a Sharpie and I'd asked him, why did you write on the wall? And he's like, I didn't, that was Eric. And the funny thing is, is that there was an R and then it was scribbled out. And then it said Eric. I mean, he was a smart one. And what he didn't realize is that I could figure that out, that he started writing his name and realized that that would be incriminating and wrote his brother's name instead. What he didn't know was his brother has terrible handwriting. He's dyslexic and he hated writing. There's no way he would have written his name on the wall. But anyway, all just to kind of show that kids think differently. They are not always aware of their behaviors, the consequences of their behaviors, the implications of their behaviors, much less the motivations behind it. Their brain is still growing. It's still developing. But a lot of times because they don't give us these answers and we're the more mature one, we're really tempted to type them ourselves without their input because we think we know them, especially if we're their parent, you know, but we cannot crawl into their heads. We can't know a hundred percent of what's going on in their heads. So my older son, he's, he's the one diagnosed with autism. He wasn't verbal until he was four. So everything was a guessing game for me. I couldn't make any assumptions that I knew him. As soon as I made an assumption, he proved me wrong. <laughs> so ethically, you can't really base your parenting or your mentoring of the kids in your program on what their Enneagram type is. Their brains are still maturing. I think it's age 25 before their brains fully mature. They are still getting to know themselves. They are still testing waters, developing their coping strategies, really understanding how the world works. So the most ethical way to use the Enneagram is in developing your own systems, your own boundaries, because they will benefit the most from a secure and mature and healthy mentor. So focus on using the Enneagram on yourself and developing your own systems, boundaries, coping strategies, how you're going to handle situations when they disappoint you, when they trigger you, <laughs> when they make mistakes, when you told them so, when they basically act immature because they are immature. So how are you going to handle that? I could talk on that all day, but I need to move on to the next question because of time. So the next question was, Jen, how do you and Terry, that's my husband, how do you work so well together? So if you don't know, I am a type seven and my husband, Terry, is a type nine. And this is really a hard question to answer. And I'm not sure working together so well. I'm not even sure that's a, even an accurate statement because in a lot of ways, our Enneagram types can clash. It can even trigger each other. We trigger each other's anxiety all the time, especially because we both have um, trauma in our lives. But if you kind of look at the acknowledgement languages of our Enneagram types, so opposite in so many ways, slow paced versus fast paced, past referencing versus past blind, avoiding versus confronting. Honestly, I think we both deserve a medal for being married. It's been 26 years raising neurodivergent boys. I mean, we do not have a perfect marriage by any stretch of the means. I'm not even sure 
that there is such thing as a perfect marriage. But what we do know is that we are on the same team. And I think the Enneagram and especially the nine acknowledgement languages has really been a game changer for us and how we manage conflict. We're naturally on those extreme acknowledgement languages, but once we recognize it and we can put words to it, we have a concept through the Enneagram and the nine acknowledgement languages to explain those differences. We're able to, number one, have more empathy, have more compassion, be less triggered, um, and call out each other's blind spots and really help each other get to neutral. Again, we don't do it perfectly, but remembering that everyone is different, that we are trying to accomplish the same thing, really puts things in perspective. The more self-awareness that we have, plus the more us awareness, because those are two different things. Like two individuals can have a lot of self-awareness, but if you don't have us awareness where you know how the dynamic between your two personalities plays out, you can miss out on opportunities to improve that relationship or being able to get along, being able to work together. It may not be a spouse. It could be a team member. It could be your your VA or, or whatnot. But the more self-awareness you each have and the more us awareness you just get better at it over time. Uh, now, for me, it's not always at the pace that, you know, type seven would like, but patience was never really my forte before. And I can say that is definitely an area where my husband has helped me and I have grown. Someone had asked me, what are some of the oddest things that we disagree on? And it's basically when we argue about things that we agree on. I think it's so comical. We don't know. We think we're disagreeing. <laughs> we think we're disagreeing, but we're actually saying the same thing. Like I'll ask him his opinion. And sometimes I'll, I'll just say, okay, is this type nine merging? Do you really agree with me? Or are you just merging with me? And that'll actually turn into a whole thing. And we end up maybe for an hour, which you know is torture for a type nine, arguing about things that we're actually agreeing on. All right, we have run out of time. Stay tuned for next week's live interview. It's with a fellow member of this group, and I believe you need to meet her. She is going to help you in your business. I'll post some reminders of the day and time, so keep your eyes open for that. And if you're looking for a lady tribe for your business and personal growth, go check out your email for that extra bonus that I am offering. If you are not on my email list, make sure you join that at powercoachgen.com. And dudes, I'm not leaving you out. Go check out the app. You can find that at powercoachgen.com too. So as a recap, remember my focus next quarter is to boost engagement in the group. So please like this live stream, share the link for people to join, and then go subscribe to the podcast. It's called Unbox Your Personality Podcast and come follow the journey for season four. Just remember that when you unbox yourself, you unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.